The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We are continuing our series here in the meantime on The Hard Shoulder, looking back at the biggest stories from the year. And of course, one of the biggest domestic events was the visit here, the state visit of the US President Joe Biden back in April. He checked off a big item of his personal bucket list when he visited his ancestral home, making it a deeply personal and wistful journey uh, by his own description. Uh, It culminated, of course, the visit in a passionate Riverside speech to thousands of people in Ballina and County Mayo. Let's have a little listen to what he had to say. Every time I walked out of my grandfather Finnegan's home in Scranton, Pennsylvania, he yelled, Joey, keep the faith. Then I'd hear someone from the house yell, no, Joey, spread it. May God protect all those who serve the cause of peace. And oh, one more thing. Mail for Sam! Mail for Sam! All right, that wish didn't come true. But anyway, his wish to visit his ancestral home as president uh, certainly did. Joining me now to look back uh, on that visit is Mark Duffy. He's a councillor uh, for the Ballina Municipal District. He was Cahirlock uh, during the visit, was a big part in the setup of the visit uh, to that part of Mayo. Mark, how do you and how does the town prepare itself for a visit from someone like Joe Biden? There's no real training for it, Karen. It's uh, it was an intense three weeks. We didn't have a huge amount of notice, but um, in Balna we have been celebrating our 300th anniversary over the the, the past uh, 12 months, and we'd always hoped that there would be uh, room for a presidential visit uh, as part of that. But um, with with little notice, we are really proud of uh, what we pulled off, and I think it was it was a great night and uh, great moment for the town. What was your role in it, Mark? Uh, a lot of coordination. So we had White House and Secret Service begin to descend on the town from about three weeks out. It was coordinating with them and the US Embassy in Dublin and the Department of Foreign Affairs. And then more locally, you had Mayo County Council, the Municipal District, and obviously I'm a public representative, so liaison with community groups and just general public queries. So we had meetings every every day, seven days a week for about three weeks leading into the visit. Um, but it was incredible the way the town responded and uh, how the county responded uh, and, and got behind the visit. Uh, like, is the challenge then just from your point of view and from the point of view of people in Ballina managing the logistics, managing the crowd? Um, I, I would assume there's massive security arrangements, but maybe they're just, you know, taken over by the Gardaí and by Secret Service and others. Yeah, but, but it has to be a coordinated approach. So okay. um, like even in terms of right in the middle of Balna, for anyone who knows it, you have St. Muradex Cathedral where the speech was and you have bridges either side. So come uh, speech day, the, the whole town was shut down, which basically blocks off a region of about maybe 50,000 people north and south of the River Moy uh, from crossing. So it, it was a big undertaking even from that technical point of view, but also in terms of logistics, in terms of communications, on park and rides and rail and bus. It was a, it was a big operation, but uh, really proud of how it all uh, came off. There must have been kind of surreal moments. Was there? I remember uh, seeing images shared um, uh, online of these kind of frogmen in the River Moy as well, kind of popping up every <laughs> now and then, um, searching for I don't know what, but there would have been mm. kind of snipers on the roof, all this type of thing. I mean, what, what was it like being in the middle of all that? It was, uh, it was all a bit surreal, to be fair. And obviously you want to take it all in and enjoy the moment. 
but you're also in the middle of a really serious organizing. Um, but just to see Marine One choppering in and out a couple of days and doing test runs um, and seeing Secret Service throughout town, um, it, it is all a bit surreal, but it, it, was, a, it was a brilliant, brilliant moment for, for the town. What was the impact then, longer term? Well, like generally, we were all really proud of how everything uh, came together so well, how everyone pulled and rallied together so well, um, you know, with flags and banners and buildings enhanced and um, all of that. And I think Balna was portrayed in a very positive light uh, in our 300th year of celebration. But we've had many years of work and preparation towards trying to improve the town from a grassroots level. So it's very much down to volunteers and, and the longer term a uh, benefit of that is, I, I think, yet to come, but it's definitely a town uh, on the up and uh, we're, we're doing it the hard way. Um, uh, but it's, it's, it's an exciting future uh, for, for the town. Mark, don't, don't go anywhere. I want to come back to you in a moment, but Larry Donnelly is with us as well, uh, director of the Kennedy Summer School. He's a law lecturer at the University of Galway as well. Larry, you, you would have been providing extensive coverage of this visit. Um, what is the significance of somebody like Joe Biden visiting a country like Ireland and a town like Panama? Uh, of course, it's hugely significant. I mean, any time an American president comes to visit, it's significant in and of itself. But in this particular instance, where President Biden has such strong connections to uh, the town of Ballina, and I have to agree with Mark, I mean, I, I had a front row seat in the television studio, but the town really looked uh, amazing that night. Uh, and also in Collingford and in the Cooley Peninsula, where he also has uh, very strong ties. So, of course, it's special. Of course, it's significant. I think it will always be re- remembered uh, as a special moment in the history of relations between Ireland and the United States. I mean, he, he came at a moment in time as well when his popularity here was very, very high. I wonder, would it be a little different if he came back? I, I do. And I, I've been reflecting upon this in the, the months since he left and, and indeed uh, in more recent days. And, and I think that uh, in terms of how Irish people view uh, America's position with respect to Gaza, uh, I think there's no doubt but the president's hit uh, popularity has taken uh, a hit. Uh, I have no doubt that were he to visit again, when, when and if he visits again, um, that there will be people who protest the visit. There will be people uh, who take issue with the visit. And I also wonder given the degree of antipathy that I think is so broadly felt in, the, in, in this country uh, towards uh, Donald Trump, if there's not a feeling out there um, that Joe Biden, uh, really as much as, as he's respected and admired, should have stepped aside for somebody else better situated to take on Donald Trump in the event that he's a Republican nominee. We're, we're kind of aspiring into another conversation here, Larry, but I can't help myself. I mean, is there, is there any possibility Joe Biden doesn't run? At this stage, it's very, very late. At this stage, I can't see it, barring something I don't want to comp- contemplate. Uh, but at this stage, I think it's just way too late. Filing deadlines and everything else uh, have gone by. I-, I think, barring something truly extraordinary, Joe Biden will be the Democratic presidential nominee. And how many twists and turns do you expect there to be in the race? I mean, we only had another today uh, with this kind of uh, court in Colorado deciding that Donald Trump is ineligible to run. Look, the, the reality is this now, and I'll be short and sweet. Uh, people who are attempting to forecast what's going to happen uh, in terms of this presidential race in the next year uh, are just like me. We are speculating because, and, and I'm going to use that awkward word, unprecedented again, we are going to see an unprecedented coll- collision between 
the, the political and legal systems. And we're also, in many respects, seeing uh, an unprecedented election in that uh, the vast majority of Americans are not happy with either of the choices that are likely to be on offer. Of course, lots can change. But as it stands now, if it's a Biden-Trump rematch, most Americans do not want that. And to, to, to bring things back then to the visit, um, Larry, are, are, you know, are we likely to see that level of, of euphoria may be overstating the case, but that level of positivity at any point in the future? And I know it's, it's a difficult question to answer because we don't know who might happen to be president at any point in the future and how much they might wear their sense of Irishness on their sleeve. But, but I wonder to a degree, you know, is there still kind of a generation and generations alive who, who you know, remember kind of the Camelot days and JFK and, and there's, there's that nostalgia that they celebrate as well when they see the likes of Biden coming. And for younger people, there's maybe less of that romantic attachment. They're more likely to be waving a Palestinian flag. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think there is a certain fraying around the edges as the flow, the transatlantic flow of people, which always uh, maintained and made the relationship between the United States and Ireland so very special. Of course, there are challenges. Uh, but I would, what I would say is that there are countless people uh, on both sides of the Atlantic working in a variety of different ways to preserve, to maintain, and, and it's going to take all of our collective efforts to ensure that. But certainly uh, that, that, that difference will be felt, uh, I think, in years to come. But, but am I afraid that uh, American and Irish ties are going to disintegrate or anything like that? Uh, no, I'm not. I think there'll always be a very strong relationship. Uh, and Mark Duffy, I mean, uh, despite maybe his, his legacy at this moment in time uh, considered slightly more uh, controversial or contentious in this country than it might have been only a few months ago, I assume you would welcome him back in Ballina. Um Yeah, well, like, of course, he's visited three times and he, he he's welcome back again. I, I think... Um, I think people in Balna, people in Ireland, across the world would 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 love to see as you use his influence uh, an awful lot stronger in terms of what's happening in the middle Middle East, and it's it's difficult to stomach what's 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 happening there. Um, but what we focused on from very day one uh, is is the is the hometown connection, and that that's something that you you, you cannot uh, take away from from him. Um, but I think, um, and I would be hopeful that something can be done and that he uses that that influence because mm. President Robinson kind of uh, uttered the same there during the week as chair of the elders. She's um, uh, a proud daughter of Balna and was very strong in uh, advocating for uh, Biden to use his uh, influence to, you know, uh, create a solution there. Yeah. At least stop what's going on. Mark, listen, well said, and thank you very much for joining us, and happy Christmas. Uh, Mark Duffy is a councillor for the Ballina Municipal District. Larry Donnelly as well, a law lecturer at the University of Galway. Larry, same to you. Happy Christmas. Thank you. Same to you both. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.